Hey guys, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about managing emotions. And I'm gonna share with you a little but very important trick that I use to manage mine and not get sucked into bad trades. Very happy Thursday to me. I had a good day yesterday, which was uh, exciting. Could have been a lot better, um, but really good day yesterday for me, which was exciting and excited to come back and get back to the charts today. Now, I bring that up because I put it on a, the, the Twitter this morning that in the past, my worst trading days would come directly after my best trading days and who can who can take a guess why that was why would my worst trading days come directly after my best trading days yep overconfidence yep emotions yeah kind of following up what we talked about yesterday you acting off of emotions we talked about it in kind of the revenge trading scenario yesterday but um Overconfidence, greed is one as well. And this was back when I, I directly associated um, performance with me. Whether, like, if I caught a good trade, I was great. Um, and if I caught a bad trade, I was either horrible. There was a point where, I, where if, if it was a losing trade, it was everyone else's fault but mine, of course. But then I eventually moved on, accepted fault, and then I overblamed myself, right? Where. A losing trade was a bad trade. A winning trade was a good trade. Instead of associating, right, good with following your rules, bad with breaking your rules, good was profit, bad was loss. So I would have these big days, um, and I was never a bad trader. Like, I, I was never a trader that struggled to find good trades. I, I guess it's also, you know, you got a 50-50 chance, I suppose. But um, it was a lot of other dumb stuff. But, yeah, I, I would come back the next day. And blow it all. I would I would literally give it all or at least like three quarters of it back because I would be so cocky. I'd be convinced that I I figured the market out and I'd, I'd want more. I was hot. I was on fire. Like, you know, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. So like in basketball, when you catch fire, you just your, your coaches told, tells you to shoot. Right. You can start taking all types of shots that you would never take before because you're hot and you just want to ride it out until that hot streak ends. Um in sports, you miss a couple shots. In trading, you lose money, um, which isn't a great thing to do. So I learned that I have to be the most cautious, the most cautious, the day or the period right after, right after a hot streak. Um, something else I did as well, I've talked about this a lot with, especially my interviews with Michael Lamott, because he's a He's a runner. He does marathons and whatnot as well. But a very interesting part of my routine. It was funny. I was talking to him the other day. And, oh, um, someone asked about the podcast. It just came out. He just released it. Uh, I forgot who it was. Um, but I was talking about this book called The Winning Edge, which up until yesterday, up until last week, I thought I was the only trader in the world that owned this book. Have you guys heard of that book, The Winning Edge? Probably not, right? No, it, it was... It's a, I think it's a four-part series. I have two of them. It took, 
it took meeting in a dark alley to find the two that I have, right? It is an extremely hard book to find. And we were doing this uh, interview for a show and I broke out the book. I was like, hey, this is under, ask me about my books. And I always give the same few. So I wanted to give some underrated ones. I said, this was a really underrated book. And like his eyes, Mike is very excitable if you've ever seen him, right? His eyes just like got wide. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. And he ran off. And I'm like, what is he doing? I'm talking to his wife. I'm like, what is he doing? And she's like, I don't know, man. He does this all the time. He's weird. Um, he ran off. He, he, he like jumped down the stairs and ran back up while he hears do, 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 and comes in with this book. And we've got the same book. And The Winning Edge, it was, it was a great book on psychology. At least one of the um, series was. And it, the, the biggest story that always stood out for me was a trader who basically lost his family because of trading, right? He would have like bad trading days. He would take his frustration home and then like he'd yell at his kids and ignore his wife. And, you know, I think he came home one day and they were gone. And he ruined his whole life just because he had bad trading days and he couldn't kind of disconnect. And uh, that's a real thing. Many of you guys have experienced that where you have a bad day at work. And what do you do? You, you come home and, and you're frustrated, right? You're like, man, if this, ooh, if she says one thing to me, if that kid spills one thing, I'm going off, right? Um, it happens. So you got to disconnect. This is why I've implemented kind of a midday workout into my trading routine, right? The first thing I do, slack a little bit during the winter, but the first thing I do after my trading day is done, right? I, I log anything that has to be logged as far as like, you know, PL or whatnot. Um, and this is assuming I'm not trailing anything or, or watching anything. If, if kind of nothing's open or, or nothing needs to be managed, I go for a workout. I do a bike ride, I'll go lift some weights, I'll go run, I'll go for, if it's nice, I, I may go for a walk and just listen to some music, but I do something to disconnect. I do something, it, 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 you can watch a movie for all I care, but you do something to get away from your charts. And, and, and what, it, what it does is it, it gives you a pattern reset. It allows you to leave your current, it's like a halftime break. It allows you to leave your, your current emotional state kind of restart yourself and if done the right way hopefully when you come back you're you're kind of neutral again you're you're back to being balanced and when you're balanced you can make balanced decisions instead of emotional decisions and that, that works on good days that works on bad days um so if, if you don't do and i know everyone's different but if, if you don't do something like that and 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 it can even be after a single trade Right. It doesn't have to be kind of part of a day. It could be, again, back a while ago, after every winning or losing trade, I would play two songs. Right. I had two specific songs if it was a winner, two, two specific songs if it was a loser. But two songs, that's going to give me about six or seven minutes. Right. To disconnect. So that seven minutes of listening to music and either, you know, yelling at myself for being dumb or, or celebrating for being good because I was right. Whenever I came back to the chart, I told myself that after that six minute break, boom, you're reset. Very, 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 very important in your routine as far as uh, maintaining emotional balance. Because I was highly emotional. You guys, did you see Canada yesterday? I was highly emotional, right? Talked about home run trades in the live room. I haven't had a home run trade in over a year. This is like a mini home run. Highly emotional. What? How big was that candle? It was like a 200 pip candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 126.52s down to 124.60s. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, super lucky. 
<laughs> I was telling Rich this super lucky. This this must have been the trading gods on my side from um the a, a rebalance of the karma for me missing like three trades by one pip over the last two weeks, which you know I thought the trading gods are mad at me. Super lucky. I don't know how I didn't get slipped. My stops were literally what three pips above the highs. I don't know how, and during a news event, and that's why usually you get usually the spread opens up during a news event. No idea how I got how I didn't get slipped. No clue. And I was also looking at it in review, right? The double top. If you remember, the double top completed basically right at the highs. If it would have if it would have completed two pips lower, that means my stop loss would have been two pips lower because my stop loss was maxed out at a two ATR, which means I would have been out of it. So I'm not questioning it. I'm not coming here to say I'm a super trader. I got lucky. Now I know we make our own luck, but I will take my luck. And sometimes as a trader, guess what? You got to take your luck. You're going to get your bad luck, so take your good luck. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that. Analysis was still good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking any way, anything away from the analysis, anything away from the news projection, which I told you about, didn't I? Then I told you about the news projection. Be careful of Canada. I told you. But as far as the execution, lucky. Lucky I didn't get slipped. And I don't care. The money came in. I, 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 am, I am fully okay with saying, hey, I got lucky. But I did all the right things to get lucky because I put myself in a situation to get lucky. So that was cool. here once again thank you for listening to the podcast if you want to support the show do me a favor leave me a rating and a review preferably on itunes but of course anywhere that you listen to the podcast at also if you want some more free tips on how to become a better trader i recommend going to our website www.tier1trading.com click on the button that says i want free stuff and check out one of the free webinars that we have trust me it's going to allow you to understand and overcome many of the obstacles that you'll face on your way to becoming an independent consistently profitable trader